Life in Programmatic Digital Out of Home, brought to you by JC Deco. Bringing together the greatest minds, discussing the latest trends, and uncovering what life in programmatic digital out of home is all about. So hi everyone and thanks for tuning in to this special edition of Life in Programmatic Digital Out of Home, the podcast. Uh, usually I'm joined by one of our DSP or agency partners and we talk about the best practices in programmatic out of home. Uh, but following a packed couple of days at New Mexico, we're trying something different here. And, and I'm in the studio with my colleague Michelle Ashurst, uh, who heads up part of our agency sales business. Uh, welcome to the podcast, Michelle. Hello, thanks for having me. It's an absolute pleasure. So what we're going to do over the next 15 minutes or so is try to summarize the key themes that drove conversations at the Mexico and also hear from a few people that we spoke to on the ground. I hope this works. So um here goes. Yeah, no pressure then. Um shall we kick off with retail media? Uh, that was a hot topic, uh, but there are so many different approaches being taken at the moment. You've got retail media specialists, some integrated teams, some siloed teams. There's no real consensus on where retail media sits. Yeah, agreed. And and then on top of that, and of course, something we're really interested in is that there's no real agreement on how to manage the crossover with online retail media and out of home media in close proximity to stores and supermarkets. Yeah, and kind of the lack of industry definitions is not helping here. There's so many use cases where people are doing great work with their online retail media, but then missing out on those kind of incremental sales by not closing the loop with some well-targeted out of home and also vice versa. Yeah, I mean it is hard though. I mean, how do you add another channel into the mix? How do you know how much budget to assign? How do you measure performance? The list of potential challenges for media planners and buyers does go on and on. I mean, when I talk to people about retail media, I always find it really interesting and, and I guess helpful to delve into audience insights, uh, specifically regional variations, which is where, I mean, as a media owner, we can really help as we've got so much data at our fingertips from YouGov to Dunhumby and also our own kind of first party data. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I really love it when brands and agencies come to us with a data challenge, especially those that are more digitally focused because often we can then bring new data to the mix and really help to drive that incremental reach and return on investment. Agreed, and, and I think there's still quite a few myths to be busted about just how much data can be integrated into digital out of home and programmatic digital out of home and the campaigns for those channels that really refines targeting and creative but moving on, I mean, as I mentioned earlier, we do have some audio clips from people we spoke to at Domexico uh, about the challenges they face and how they think media owners like us can better support advertisers and agencies. We do indeed. And the first question that we put to our lovely interviewees was, if you could change one thing about the advertising ecosystem today, what would you change? And I think their answers really encapsulate the wider kind of vibes at Domexico this year. Hi, my name is Andy Beams. Uh, I work for Samba TV. I look after our European data partnerships. Looking at the fragmented universes of data sets across different channels, I think we're working towards this goal. And this is a conversation that you and I had a bunch of times, I think on the out home and TV sites, but bringing those, that stuff together that are used 
out together, unified data sets, unified media planning, cross-channel synchronization, I think would be a, a glorious, glorious thing to do to make everyone's life easier. Uh, Mike Rasek and um, at Prebit, Prebit.org. There should be transparency between all supply partners and uh, all publishers as well as the agencies and clients on who's doing what, how you're making your money, and stop competing on uh, what you're doing from uh, a gaming the system uh, perspective and actually start competing on your products. I am Daniel McNamara. I'm from Publicist Imagine, which is our global agency for the Disney business. I think there needs to be a greater connection between comms planners to have a holistic view between how digital can amplify, you know, very high spending TV uh, out of home um, and to, to start dipping toes into more CTV rather than expecting complete measurement immediately now. Uh, what Daniel said really resonates with me. I've spent a lot more time this year talking to agencies about we can help how sorry we can help prove the incremental value of channels and how each one supports the others, which is a big mindset shift from the old conversations, which were all about kind of just proving the value of your channel. And there's so much focus on integrated planning, omni-channel planning, which is really great to see and be part of because it does reflect real life, the fact that we obviously go from screen to screen, from place to place seamlessly. And so I think that media should follow that rather than go against it. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. But I guess I also just want to talk for a minute about the second point Daniel raised about measurement and test and learn. Because I think it's really important to acknowledge that one of the mistakes that we see people make when they embark embracing new channels uh, like programmatic digital out of home is setting themselves up to fail by chasing that kind of complete idealistic um, measurement solution instantly rather than having an iterative uh, mindset. Yeah, I completely agree with you, John. I think it ties into what Andy said about fragmented data sets. If you're planning using fragmented data, then you really can't expect to measure consistently. consistently. Um, and I think the problem with that is that your measurement strategy then doesn't align with your overall goals. You're not really comparing apples with apples and new channels just can't compete. And that's one of the reasons why I think retail media dominated much of the conversation at Domexico. That and the potential size of the industry, of course. Retail media is such an easy leap for many media buyers to take because it so closely mirrors online display, which people are so well versed in. It's easy to add to the media mix. It's easy to justify to kind of CMOs. But is it really the best place to put all your eggs? Yeah, I mean, especially when you consider that there's so much data out there that shows that the growth in online shopping is actually slowing down and in-person shopping is growing. I mean, when I speak to media planners, they're really excited about retail media and there's no doubt that budgets are being made available. But people are starting to kind of question what the incremental reach and performance really looks like. And then there's a big question mark around how to stand out in retail media when consumers' decisions are so price-driven in the environment at the moment. And that's where I think programmatic digital out of home can really help in terms of building brand awareness, priming online audiences, and also really helping to convert consumers who traverse from online to offline. Yeah, I've had a lot of conversations like this recently too, mainly driven by agencies and advertisers looking to find the best ways to be effective this Christmas and, and in the golden quarter. With all the challenges that today's economic climate is presenting to marketers and consumers, 
I think the large scale channels that offer maximum flexibility, such as programmatic out of home, can be a lifeline for marketers during tumultuous times like these. Uh, the flexibility to launch and pause in real time, scale spending up and down at will, and swap creatives on the fly will be a huge benefit to marketers as they seek to maximize their share of that Christmas spending. I mean, the ability to measure performance across multiple channels, both online and offline, will really be key. I mean, that actually brings me to the next topic that attracted a lot of interest to Mexico, using attention to measure online and offline performance against a common metric. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think attention cropped up in about 90% of the conversations I had. And it's reminded me actually of the campaign that our Dutch colleague Jerry told us about. Oh, yeah. Well, here's what he said. It's such a great use of programmatic out of home. It's a dynamic campaign, uh, which we're focusing on the uh, on dynamic creative HTML5, which you call it, to directly uh, translate uh, social campaigns to our D6 uh, displays in the, in, on the streets. So it's really crazy. You can just directly see your Instagram posts on the on the streets uh, to extend actually the, the, the event stories, the events on the on during the day itself. Yeah, and I just love hearing about campaigns like these that are really innovative. And Domexco was such a great platform for that. I feel like Domexco is a place where you have the potential to learn the same amount of information about innovation as you do in six months reading case studies. Uh, it's just so great to be able to meet people and talk about all that cool stuff being done. Yeah, for sure. And um, sustainability was a really great example of this effect too. I mean, there's so much in the media and in sales decks about carbon measurement, reducing emissions associated with media campaigns. But I felt like at Domexco this year, we had some really great in-depth conversations and there were so many opportunities to learn about how measurement and carbon reduction is being tackled in different channels. Agreed. And for me, because I focus solely on programmatic out of home, it was great to talk to people about how digital marketers can add programmatic out of home to their media mix alongside other channels like online, mobile, CTV, and measure carbon emissions and attention in the same way as those other channels. It goes back to your point about no longer just talking about your channel, but rather thinking about the media mix as a whole against any given KPI, whether that's sales, ROI, attention, or reducing carbon emissions, or a combination of those. Yeah, definitely. And, and speaking of, um, and we're probably running out of time as well, Dom, let's hear again from the people we spoke to on the ground at Mexico when we asked our golden question, what do you think the media owners could do better to support agencies and brands? Let's. Here we have Andy from Samba TV. Better understanding their businesses. I think, it, you know, certainly I'll be first to put my hands up and say it took me a number of years into my career to really understand who I was talking to, the problems that they actually had day to day, rather than being very blinkered and thinking about the company I worked for and the product I had. I think the second you kind of take a step back and understand those individual challenges, asking those questions around their business challenges and their marketing objectives and their business outcomes, I think will put you in a much better place as a media owner to service that advertiser. Otherwise, you are very, very siloed and only really helping scratch the surface of the challenges. Wise words there, and a concept we work hard to embrace at JC Deco. 
I think when you start to ask different questions, perhaps even digging into areas where you're less sure of um, your essential uh, upskill, as a media owner, uh, you can create much deeper questions. uh, And then it works both ways. Clients start to be more interested in our business. And that's where we see the most innovation because there's that understanding and that trust. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And also let's hear from uh, Mike from Prebid. He had a really interesting take on this too. With the publishers, it's interesting because there's a lot getting thrown at them right now and there are limited resources. I, I think the, the biggest thing they can do is stop taking like a scattered approach to what's happening in the industry and start to laser focus in on one or two initiatives a year that are big enough that they can then, one, embrace, two, understand, three, start educating the buy side on what's going to be happening. This is really good advice and something that I hope we follow. Education is something we invest in a lot. Things like this podcast, our programmatic intelligence hub, and the research that we do. But we do try and focus on a few key areas. And also, probably most importantly, we talk to our customers uh, and to brands that we're we're consulting with. uh, And we really want to hear what uh, what they want us to talk about and dig into. Yeah, for sure. Um, And that leads on nicely, I suppose. Last but by no means least, um, the lovely Dan from Publicis shared some great insights from, I suppose, the agency perspective, something we've touched on a bit already, but I think it's worth just taking a moment to recap. I think really useful insight on audiences for the brand goes a really long way for then the agency planners and the digital teams to have a consistent conversation with the client. So for media owners to produce really insightful in, insight for and, and, in, and information on audiences in particular for the brand, bringing the client to the discussion with the agency um, and show the use case of what that media owner has for that brand. Because, you know, the agency can plan it, can activate it, but if the media owner's got some unique insight or um, the ability to activate it in a, in a, in a different manner for a, a certain client, that would go a really long way, yeah. Couldn't agree more. Audience insights are the lifeblood of this industry. I don't think people realise just how much good data can transform strategy, especially in programmatic out-of-home, where there are almost endless options for data integration, but without the translation from data set to insight, you're never going to move the needle, so to speak. Well, that's all we've got time for. Thank you, Michelle. Uh, I hope you enjoyed your Life in Programmatic Digital Out of Home debut. Uh, And maybe this will be the first of many podcasts we do together. I do hope so, Tom. It's been an absolute pleasure and really lovely to reminisce about Demexico with you. And of course, thank you to our interviewees, Jerry from JCDCO Netherlands, Andy Beams from Samba TV, Mike Ratchet from Prebid, and Daniel McNamara from Publicis. They took time out of their busy schedules over the packed two days to chat to us. And as ever, if you enjoyed this episode of Life in Programmatic Digital Out of Home, please like and subscribe to the podcast. And if there's something you want to hear covered, please get in touch. Thanks for listening. Life in Programmatic Digital Out of Home, brought to you by JC Deco.